I need adventure and sticks. I don't have money to acquire the adventure and sticks I talked about. I'll go to cool.com. I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. Hey everybody, it's Thursday 2016 and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And also with me, Riff. And me, three. Hot stuff. How's it going, guys? Happy 2016. Yeah, or happy 2016. 2016, as I call right. it. Rickstein. Happy Thursday. Sure. Riff, how's your 2016 so far? Oh, it's going going all right. Uh, chilling out, watching AGDQ. And Max and relaxing. Max and relaxing, Legoing. Ooh, Legoing what? Uh, putting together some stuff that, uh, that I had to dismantle in order to move. So I like reassembled the, the detective agency and the, uh, the Ghostbusters hearse and some other stuff. Is the, you, cause you, you tweeted something about the, uh, detective agency and it's, uh, cookie smuggling. Yeah. yeah. Subtext. Yeah. It, it's, it's all Is full it- of little secret details that you don't find out until you're actually building it. And discover this whole weird cookie smuggling mystery. Did you replace your wireless router with a homemade wireless router that you made out of Legos? Because if so, I don't think that you really followed the instructions correctly because you sound like a broken up robot. Uh, nope, that's probably just, uh, probably just Skype. Nothing has changed over here. Wow, Skype is bad. Sometimes it also sounds like you're underwater, so that's, that might be a plus. Oh. An underwater robot? You're like, uh, are you looking for the Titanic? Are you are you looking for the moon Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> if I was looking for the moon Titanic, I don't think I'd find it underwater. Presumably it would be on the moon. Well, I don't know. Maybe it hit the moon and then sunk into space. Oh, like bounced off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the moon is the iceberg. I see. The cheeseberg. I thought Titanic was a moon of Jupiteric. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I actually can't remember whether Titan is Jupiter or Saturn. Is it, is it Jupiter? <laughs> no, it's pretty. It's it's. I don't know. I I think it might be a moon of Saturn. Okay. But yeah, no. That's. I mean, Jupiteric is a yeah. better name than Saturnic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've missed you. It's been a year since. Uh, we, uh, oh God. <laughs> Riff's back. All right. Hey, Riff is back. Yeah. Just in just in time for the show to devolve into horrible dad jokes. Oh yeah. Hooray. Did you did you see my retweet today about the uh the mice in the guy's hat? Oh set, yeah, set I didn't real I saw it, I didn't realize it was you yeah. who retweeted it. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good pun. Pretty excited about that one. Pretty good I, pun. I Speaking of that one. What what was it? Three three mice uh set out to sail in a in a man's hat. Um uh, in the open ocean, unfortunately, they didn't make it very far because uh, their boat uh, capsized. Oh. Their boat was capsized. Their boat was capsized. Okay. Did you see yeah. my pun about opera singers? Yes. If mal- malaria is something about yes. being bad at being an opera singer, yeah, it was okay. pretty good. I liked it a lot. Aria shows up in the New York Times crossword all the time. Aria? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Aria. Yeah. Sometimes it's Aria, like A R I E, more more than one oh. Aria. Huh. Wow, really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either until the other day. Gosh, okay. guys. I'm late on the items of the year. You're working on them. I am. God, it's like pulling my own teeth. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant at all. No. Oh, no. I I cannot get out of the holiday doldrums. I just can't get, I can't like, I need to just be like getting up and going to work and working until it's time to stop working. And I'm just not doing it. You've got so many other things going on at the moment though. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to, it's hard to get all of your ducks in a row. There were so many travels and then I moved. Yeah. And I'm still not quite done moving. Yep. It's a cool new house. Got internet set up. Cool. 
That's all you need, right? You just yep. just a a floor, yeah, yep. a floor and some internet. Some It'd be nice internet. if there was a place to sit. I, my whole problem with San Francisco is that in this entire city, there is not a single comfortable place to sit. That has long been my problem. Anyway, I'll get more into the house uh, thing on uh, video games, hot dog, because I also want to tell Jim about it. Oh, good. Uh, and you guys will be there, and listeners. I don't know. Maybe you'll join us. <laughs> and NTM and until you and do. Scarecrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, the, the, yeah, gosh, I guess I have like eight days or seven. I mean, I should be fine before I'm late. Oh, before you're for too, my own for the deadline. Yeah. We've got to, we've got to get some West of Loathing stuff done. We have a, a West of Loathing deadline now because we're sh- going to show it to a bunch of people in February. Yeah. Um, should we, are they really only selling 500 tickets to that? Yes. Thing. Okay. I mean, should we tell our people about it? We should definitely mention it once, like, we're 100% okay. confirmed. And we, like, signed up for it, right? Yep. I mean, we have the table space. Okay. I believe Do you remember so. what the name of the event is? Playcrafting SFO. Playcrafting SFO. Yep. That's awkward. Yeah. Is it at the airport? It is not. Is it, are, are people going to start referring to I, San Francisco as SFO the way that they refer to Portland as PDX? PDX? and L- LA as LAX? No, it's not. Uh, do you remember when you used to live in OHA? <laughs> yeah, see, that's not a thing. That one isn't a thing. <laughs> None of them are. Oh, no, I mean, I've seen t-shirts with LAX on them. And no, that's stuff. just uh, t-shirts uh, describing the security at the store from which they stole the shirt. <laughs> okay. Or at the airport. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you would sell shirts advertising your own uh, propensity <laughs> towards having your shirt stolen. <laughs> Well, there's oh. that Abby Hoffman book named Steal This Book. <laughs> Steal This Shirt? Yeah. That that was a more confusing. That was the sequel, Steal This Shirt. And I was like, uh, either you're going nuts or you... did. Was Ab- Abby Hoffman's dead, right? What happened yeah. to him? Uh, how did I he guess die? I, I don't the know. The passage of time? Yeah, lack he, of oxygen he, to the I brain? Think, I think he just got old. Here's a question. Uh, if... If you do actually steal that book from a bookstore, then are you supposed to be okay if somebody steals it from your bookshelf? Like, is that mm, I guess turnabout, appropriate? Turnabout is fair play, <laughs> right? He died at fifty-two. Uh, oh, okay. His no, death was caused by swallowing a hundred and fifty phenobarbital tablets and liquor. Oh, so that's natural, natural causes. suicide. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Gosh, sorry, Abby. Uh, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Lax, SFO, demoing, West of Loving, yep. deadlines, items of the year. Man, it's, uh, yeah, you can almost play this game now. You can kick and, you can kick and they punch a friend. Like which, the which one? Family. <laughs> um, which game? Uh, oh, the, the new, the item of the, the yeah, year. the bat, the Batman, the Batman, Batman. Mm. Um, Man, remember the live-action Tick series with Batman? Well, uh, yeah, it had the the guy, that actor who was on Suddenly Susan as the uh, photographer or the other journalist or whatever. I don't even remember what the people in Suddenly Susan did. <laughs> I think it was a fashion magazine. Never I think they worked at a fashion magazine. Susan, so I, don't, I'm not I sure get a lot of. I get Are you not thinking of, of designing women? I get confused between Suddenly Susan and uh, Just Shoot Me. But I'm pretty sure that the guy who played Batman well was on Suddenly Susan and not just shoot me. It was Brooke Shields. Phil Hartman, Andy Dick. I am not I'm not gonna help you there. I have I have no idea. The guy from uh the guy from uh uh shit, Kids in the Hall. Who's a million years okay, old now? Isn't wait, now isn't you're talking this, about news radio. About news yeah, radio, okay, yeah. I know. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow, that sounds a lot like the cast of News Radio. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, it had Steven Root in it, too, didn't it? Yeah, yep. I liked WKRP as well. Maybe maybe shows about radio are the way to go. We could do a podcast about a radio station. Like a fictionalized podcast? Like, welcome to night radio station. Sure, welcome to night (laughs) station. (laughs) You're uh, you're, I, really, you're I, really hot on the bumps there. I can I can turn myself down. Yeah, maybe for the next one. Yeah. This is so we've started doing a podcast about radio. We've started yes. doing a podcast about podcasts. Anyway, uh, do you want to get to some questions from uh, Kingdom of Loathing players and yes, please. podcast listeners? Yes. Okay, <clears throat> let's do it. 
Bozbert says, people have been suggesting a little extra for having all the airplane charters. How about access to an airport bar or lounge? Possible names for booze sold there. Aviation, Lockheed Martini, Boeing the Sheets, Northrop Gin Fizz, Honeywell Banger, McDonald Daiquiri. You know what? I'm going to give you a huge high five for Lockheed Martini yeah. and a D minus on all of the <laughs> others. I'm sorry, Bozbert. Um, that the, avi- the aviation is just a regular drink. Yeah, but you could sell it there. Sure. You know? How about it? It's for, it's Captain a drink for Tom pilots. Collins. Yep. Yep. My girlfriend's dad was a pilot and he told me about some joke that was like no pot within eight hours and no alcohol within eighty feet or something. <laughs> of the, yeah, yeah. And he, he was he was clear to tell me that was just a joke. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've met pilots. A Boeing 7 and 7? <laughs> nice! Ooh, there nice you go. Riff. See, this is why you are on the payroll and yeah. not Bozbert. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Bozbert. You're, you know, I love, I love all of our fans. But, uh, but yeah. Okay, what? Hmm. 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 No, I got nothing. I can see Hot Stuff's wheels turning. Yep. Yojimbo's Law says, Optimal ROM should be able to be purchased for a thousand karma each in Valhalla. They're kind of the best item ever, and I would spend all of my karma on them without batting an eye. I don't know what they do. What was the it's item It's the again? PvP item. It's the thing oh. that... Uh, it's seemingly... hilarious. You've not seen what it does no, yet? No, what does it... It's, it's really good. Do you not want to tell me because it will spoil it for players? Or... I, yeah, I kind of want people to figure it out on their okay. own. Well, remind me to ask you to tell me. No, just remember to tell me. That would be a simpler way of achieving the same aims. Okay. Remember to tell me after the podcast what that item does. Okay. Yojimbo's Law says, uh, any plans for implementing the coolest parts of the Machine Elf? You know, the choice that lets you get the old innuendo shopping intrinsic as an effect for 20 turns, among other hilarious effects like shot in the arse and a few that save like three to four turns. Also, is there anything else cool and unimplemented in that item, item of the month you'd like to talk about? Um, this is actually on a, this is actually a part of a whole series of things because there is a theoretical Bonus yeah, there's a there's the a airport. gift there's a gift shop that needs to be opened, and it's weird the way that you initially you you made all the items and made all the effects and everything, and then you were like, okay, these are items in an airport gift shop. That's all, that, and I and I just completely seized up on trying to theme them because I could not think of a single item that you would get at an airport gift shop. Right, and then mm. as because soon as, an airport as soon as, gift shop is not really a thing. Well, but then as soon as the words duty free yeah, were you uttered, you're like, oh, I was like, well, now oh, I'm yeah, done. Okay, done. done. Yeah. Like that, w- one of them is perfume. Another one of them is perfume. Um, <laughs> a bottle of Lockheed Martinis. I, I yeah. think <laughs> that... Yeah, there you go. I think Cigarettes. that... I think they're all potions, though. So I think that what Cigarettes I'm going to do... Potion. They're a magical Shh. potion that make you look cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think that I'm going to have the duty-free guy... Uh, the, the, the person who's supposed to be the clerk at the duty-free store uh, have abandoned his post as a conscientious objector, having scrawled a screed against duty-free as an example of systems that are okay. characterized by their abuse. Sure. Mm, boy. Boy, don't get me started. Am I right? <laughs> I guess you could go there, and then if you bought something and didn't actually take a flight on one of the, like, didn't actually go to adventure in one of the charters, they could, like, the police could come and, and like, confiscate it from yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that, and then there is, uh, there is some implemented, un- unimplemented content in Yeah, the- it accidentally rolled out with some placeholder right. stuff. That, I just need to do some art and stuff, and it's just, oh, God, it's just, oh, it's like, it's like to- last mile stuff. It is, and it's it, the the last mile is the hardest mile. Why it's is true. the last mile the hardest mile? That's what Morrissey asked us. Is it a because harder it mile than the green mile? Uh, uh, was the, oh the green mile was the path was walk, like the tunnel walk. leading to the electric chair? Yeah, and okay. also that movie <laughs> depends on for who and that book. That was the I read that in serialized form. Yeah, it was like when we were in high school, right? It was yeah. when it came out, it was and it was cool. It was like a chapter at a time, and it was just at grocery like, store. Yeah, like I, don't, I remember chunks. seeing it at the grocery store at checkout. Yeah, I remember being not because I mean he just kind of did it as a stunt, right? He was like, kinda, "This is how yeah. popular fiction used to be." Because I mean, Stephen King is probably like Charles Dickens scale, right? I mean, like Dickens was just a popular writer, yep, and arguably not that great 
mm-hmm. in in retrospect like it's i think it's considered a classic he's considered a classic just because it's because it's old. it has stuck around yeah. because it's old yeah yeah uh, also he got he he got paid by the word and it and it kind of shows in some cases really yeah but i remember stephen king wanted to like yeah this we used to do this let's do this and see how that works and I didn't, I mean, I just waited until they were all a book out and yeah. then just read them all at once. I, I enjoyed the, the notion, the sort of episodic idea of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy the idea of that, but it's like with video games, I just don't. You want to wait till they're all. I want to wait till, yeah, because I don't, uh, like, I'll forget. Yeah. And know? it's always, yeah. it's always the like strongly narrative games where that's a thing. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, here's the first level of Spelunky. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess week. I did. I did play <clears throat> the first season Dead. of The Walking Dead as they came out, um, but I think it was weaker for that. I think it was a weaker experience for me because of that. Because I just didn't remember like things would happen that reflected choices that I made previously, right. and I just wouldn't remember. Do you think they're I ever don't... going to finish Kentucky Route Zero? I think so. Yeah, I think I thought they were pretty close. Were they? Yeah, I think I, I heard I, something I, about that recently, saying that they I were... get some. I'm still in their mailing list, and I and I think okay. they were just like, you know what, this is going to take us longer than we thought, but okay. we're going to do it anyway. Uh, Vernacio writes, "Hey guys, will there be some method of giving you money in advance for West of Loathing, whether it's pre-order or beta access? I'd love to throw money at you guys for it. As soon as we have a video, we will." put a green light page up and then That's you can't not really do money. pre-orders on steam or can you can you well, do pre-orders you can yeah do pre-orders you can do pre-orders can anyone do pre-orders on i don't steam? know i don't know how that works so here's a question uh do you think that that west of loathing has any chance of getting on the like top sellers list which I, is a really strong way of getting additional <laughs> sales on I, steam i do not so then i wonder Although Sunless Sea did, I mean, yeah, I mean, if if all the okay. if all the KOLers who are going to buy it buy it all at once, all at once, yeah. So then, do you think that the extra sales that that would generate would overwhelm like selling keys ourselves to our audience? Because then I think that would save us the twenty five percent or whatever. <laughs> extra that steam takes out right they surely don't want you to do that they don't care they give you as many keys as you want (coughs) because they they view converts to steam as totally worth the 30 percent that they're not getting that's really surprising well i mean that's like humble right like developers oh yeah i guess you get steam keys when you give the money to humble and yes and like in the way that that works is the developer gets as many keys as they want they just and they just give a (coughs) passel to humble and then humble sells those for them Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be okay. I also, I mean, we definitely want it to be a thing that you can just buy on Steam. Yes, no, I'm not saying we don't sell it on Steam. I'm saying that we would it be worth trying to sell it to our own players by our own mechanism to to make up that thing? I think that would tank our sta- sale results on Steam is the problem. Because I don't think any of those sales would count towards I, I, I think, top I think sales. that that's okay. I think that, that we're... As... <laughs> And I also think pre sales also would take out of that chunk, <coughs> which is why I'm mentioning it in right. this context. I think a, I think the long tail is where that's is where that's going to happen if 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 it's okay. going to happen. Um, boy, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, these are the questions I that felt, I just have no you know, idea. If I how felt to like a dime that I had ever spent on publicizing anything was worth it, I would have a marketing budget for this right. game but i man do i not know how to do it and you know it'll be interesting to see like once we have a trailer like this is a thing that looks like a you know this is like a it's funny to watch right you don't I have to think so. read it mm. yes like it is possible to put some stuff in front of people that is funny that is not words about I, this game which is not really true of kol i like, worry that violent. this won't stream well which is going to hurt us a little bit in terms of how people find games now but i mean I think that Sunless Sea is the closest... I mean, it is absolutely the closest thing to what we are doing sure. that has been done, and I don't think it is hurt by the fact that it does not stream well. well. Okay. You know, I, like, that's one of those conventional wisdom things. It's like, well, the way that you get your marketing now is by having YouTube people do it, except, like, no, there's a lot of games that have been successful that haven't done that, sure. you know, and it's that is a thing that you can point to, but, like, you know, 
nothing is ever true forever and everything is true in retrospect. So it's right. It's really difficult to figure out who to listen to about trends like that. So nobody, nobody is the answer. You listen to nobody. You know what? We're not, we're not even going to sell this game. Let's not even finish it. <laughs> like people say that video, people say that you never make um, any money selling video games if you don't finish your video game. I think they're wrong. <laughs> King Bobson says the frostbite skill from the Glacius deals hot and cold elemental damage. The flavor text mentions nothing about the heat at all. It, the attack is described as a massive frosty bite. Furthermore, the hot portion of the damage is affected by defense where the cold is not. What I'm trying to say is, uh, did you mean to do physical instead of hot damage? Yes. Yes, I did. And you, you issued a uh, fix for that earlier. Just now. Hey guys, says Yendi, I just noticed that the florist fryer considers Vikea to be an outdoor environment. Is there a reason for this? Is the HVAC in the vast superstore set so strangely that it simulates the outdoors? Are they using those wacky bulbs that simulate sunsight? Sunsight, sun, mm, sunsight. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, or is the fryer just very confused by all the walking furniture? Uh, no, I uh, accidentally marked Vikea as outdoors instead of indoors, and I've since changed it. Deus Ex Machina says, what's your opinion on vodkila, a combination of vodka and tequila? As a, as a product that's being sold in stores? All spirits are a combination of vodka and some other spirit, are they if really? you think about it. What? Really? At, the fact that every, you make gin out liquor, of vodka... Is weird. I don't think you make gin out of vodka. I think in the same way that you don't make absinthe out of vodka. Okay. Like, you know, your well, make your own infusions. absinthe. It was like sort of make your own absinthe kind of make something that is very similar to absinthe. Like but that's not how they make. Or whatever is probably a vodka based most of the time. Right. Like, so like yeah, well, cause they don't, right, cause they don't ferment. Right. There's Limits. no like primary fermentation yeah. of the ingredients that make it what it is, but that's not true of tequila, right? Like tequila is not. Is it agave based? Yeah. Okay. That's my understanding, at least. Okay. So then what is, is, is gin fermented juniper berries? I believe it is, yeah. Oh. But maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just vodka with juniper berries thrown into it, but I don't know, man. Huh. Anyway. Nevertheless, all booze contains vodka because vodka is basically just water and ethanol, right? So. Like you was, can extract vodka from anything. I was I was just about to say like it seems dumb to me to sell combinations of things, and then I was just imagining a store where, that you went that was just like, uh, like bins full of elements. <laughs> like here's carbon, <laughs> here's your oxygen. Oh yeah, and you just buy those and make go home and make whatever you need yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? Just give me a bag. Uh, so I mean, really, they only need radicals. three. They need a they need a proton bin, a right. neutron bin, and an electron bin, and you yeah. can make anything exactly. Is that true? There's, I don't. Th- those are the three components yeah. of atoms. Anyway, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any opinion on that. Vodkila, except that I think you. My, in my opinion, you made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Pachinkoid says, "Please, Jake, exempt crimbo sharps from standard restrictions. Many, sta- many stanks. Jesus, exempt them from standard restrictions. No." That isn't going to happen. Hello there, says Event Viewer. I had a look at the Wicker and Bakelite Ascension rewards. They look pretty good, unless one wants a ranged weapon. Did you notice there is not a stainless, plexiglass, polyester, porcelain, Wicker, Bakelite, Hatred, or Violence ranged weapon? Where is the love for Moxie classes? Please, can you address this in 2017 or sooner, if possible? Thanks a lot, E. There's a knife <laughs> that kind of counts as a ranged weapon. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, ranged uh, weapons are a... Are there any in the future sets? Hmm. Yeah, there's an accordion. Okay. Uh, but that's it's like a one-handed accordion. It's not right? like a basic ranged weapon, right? I mean, it would have to be a moxie thing, and and the moxies are the knife and the accordion, right? Sort. Yeah. I mean, so. that's like I feel like the the combat skill revamps sort of made up for the fact that oh mock their moxie classes they used ranged weapons that was sort of a shitty thing about them it's like oh their their ranged weapons are like weapons except they do less damage <laughs> right right and <clears throat> yeah i don't know i mean there was this idea in the past that ranged weapons needed to be weaker than melee weapons because otherwise moxie became just all, every step. overwhelmingly important, right? Because Moxie both stopped you from taking damage and made you do more damage with ranged weapons in a way that was not commensurate with the extent to which muscle causes you to do damage with melee weapons and gives you more hit points because never getting hit at all <laughs> right. is way better, is than, way better than getting hit and having a lot more hit points. 
uh, which was just, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this pans out. I like the way that I've got the combat system the set up skin. in West of Loathing. Yeah. Right. Where it's, there are attacks that are based on muscle and mysticality and moxie. And then those are defended against with the same stat in the opponent. So like wizards are more effective against dumb guys and, you know, ranged weapons are more effective against slow guys and melee weapons are more effective against weak guys. It's like, that makes sense. Yep. And I mean, it just creates like, as long as they're, as long as the things are fairly balanced in terms of their accessibility and, and, you know, the myst- mysticality is the weird one. Like, I don't know if, like, in West of Loathing, if you do a basic attack with a... There's no concept of a mysticality basic attack, right? Oh, huh. Because there's melee weapon. You, everybody has a melee weapon. Everybody has a gun. But, like... Oh, but not everybody has a magic missile. Yeah, not everybody... Or not everybody has, like, a utensil, which is what would be the... Or a wand sort of or something. Yeah, right? a wand or something, yeah. And I don't think that I want them to... I mean, I, like... I think it's fine if the wizard class is just more yeah, complicated to play. Sure. I right? mean, that's that's a pretty classic Yeah, that's trope. that's a standard thing in video games. Yep. They require a little bit more resource management. The wizard class in Firewatch is definitely harder to play. <laughs> you mean the turtle? <laughs> yeah. Baby Scarface says, can the red and green face paints be free pulls? You know, I get why. Because all they do is cosmetic? Yeah, but we just don't. Do we do that with... We've got, we've gotten really friendly with it, have we? I, you know, if it's if you can't possibly sell them or like get any in-game advantage from them, it seems like something that our new friendlier selves would do. <clears throat> Boy, we sure do keep losing riff. Face paint. He typed green face paint. All right, does not have an auto sell value. It is not tradable. So fine, free pull, yep. free pull from Hanks. But just the green one, <laughs> just the green one. Yep. Uh, free pull from Hanks. Red you know that? Pink. Should I do a trivial announcement? I should do a trivial. The fact that the elves matched up to green and the reindeer matched up to red was totally a coincidence. Absolutely, and it blew an my mind. Yep. Yep. When, when someone pointed <laughs> was- that out in the forum. <clears throat> yeah, I mean the reindeer were a real last minute ad. <laughs> This was a weird, this was a weird crimbo. I mean, there, people have talked, like, the fact that I described it as kind of phoned in, let people who wanted to be shitty about it have something to hang their shit hat on. <laughs> their chapeau <laughs> du merde. <laughs> and, and it also gave people who wanted to be complimentary, a like, ah, oh, you know, this is pretty good anyway. Like, the... It, I mean, the comment that I saw, and I and I think this is true, is that people, a lot of people liked it. People really enjoyed the writing. People felt like the ending was not as strong as they had hoped. They wanted like some sort of big blow up battle or something that they didn't feel that they got necessarily because of the like, it wasn't really a combat yeah, or whatever. They wanted to do the fight themselves. Uh, yeah, you know, we talked about this though. Like, I, I think that. <clears throat> and this is probably this is probably a bad excuse, right? Because this is not how this works in the player's mind. But I, especially now when I'm trying to figure out how to prioritize multiple serious projects, right? Like I have to think about things in terms of, and I always have, but I'm coming at it from a different direction this time. Like how much happiness will this create in players versus how much effort it is for us? Right. And it used to be, well, the more efficiently, like we're going to put in X amount of effort. So we should do that in ways that most efficiently make people happy and provide the most stuff for people. Sometimes I will err on the side of doing something that is like going to be really satisfying to me. Right. So that's maybe a lesser ratio of joy to effort because like people don't need like the average player does not need the same thing out of some KOL content that I need out of it to be satisfied with it. Right. And so a lot of, a lot of the job is understanding like, well, what parts of this can we omit that are a bunch of work and nobody really gives a shit about the boss fight. The bosses here in, in my mind, the thing that you remember about those boss fights from previous crimbos is the big picture 
the description of the monster and the blurb of text that you get when you beat it. Mm -hmm. Because we want those things to be inclusive and because we cannot make a challenging boss fight across all levels of play, we always end up making the boss fights pretty easy. And so most people just steam, not most people, but a lot of people just steamroll them. Right. It's just a thing where it's like, you know, and listen, we, we figured out some tricks for this. Like, well, we cap damage at 10% of their hit points. So it lasts at least 10 rounds. We make it so they do a percentage of your hit points and damage. So like make it seem close, but it's not really close like right. that kind of thing. And it's just, it's, it's so much more work to actually make them a fight and figure out all of the dumb things that people might do to prevent themselves from seeing the content. <laughs> Of the fight and figure out all the ways that people could be bad at the game that would make them not be able to finish the Christmas event. And I was just like, you know, this is written like a boss fight, but it could just be a story about a boss fight. That is so much less effort because it's already done and it gets 90% of what people actually want out of this. Right. It is, you know, it is a thing that a few people are going to be sad because they didn't get to have a boss fight, you know, but. And you get some narrative details of the fight that otherwise wouldn't exist like the like the character slingshotting themselves and stabbing the thing in the eye which would not have occurred in a in an actual combat yeah and there would have just been a bunch of random shit that didn't make any sense because that's the whole the whole thing with KOL fights is that it's 13 years worth of random shit that doesn't make any sense <laughs> and it's funny when juxtaposed with new content that we didn't think about what it was going to say you know it's like People keep like, that's funny. You try to give your jumpsuited hound dog this dog food and it says he enjoys it even though he's not a dog. Like, yeah, it's just a sentence we wrote. They enjoy it even though they're not a dog because most things aren't dogs. But then when you give it to a dog, it's hilarious non sequitur. The other thing I was going to say is that I think uh, a lot of people said they enjoyed this year, but they also really enjoy the fact that every year is a little different. Sure. And they wouldn't want this every year. Yeah. And I, and I, that I think was spot on because I feel like that. The fact that we kind of experiment with different kinds of things, and sometimes people are really excited about stuff, and it's just, it's going to be different people every time, you know, like, mm -hmm. and that's great. Yeah. I, you know, I really, really liked last year's Crimbo. What was last year? It was the robot mini game, the oh, robot yeah. factory mini game. But, you know, people, I mean, Chilled, who was already, you know, just clearly out. ready to leave. Yep. People really did not like the mining stuff, you know, okay. it, and, and that was tuned really badly. Like we just I, like I just did some bad math and made that <laughs> it's permissive, than doing permissive math. That's true. I made it permissive. I made it friendly in a way that made it tedious. Oh, huh. Okay. Right. And sure. that. You know, it, it, like, I, I can admit that mistake, but I wanted to make sure that people got to play the robot game, and the robot game used this other resource instead of adventures, but I wanted to make sure you'd get to do some of it for free, but then you could do too much of it for free, so then it's just like, you have to do all this, you have to spend a bunch of time just tediously clicking through this boring minigame. Anyway. This, this year was kind of perfect in the way that it encourage people to explore the actual fucking game. <laughs> I do. I do was, like that. That was and, rad. Yeah. And it, people people did talk about getting to see stuff that they hadn't gotten to see. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it, it created some mall activity for content unlocking items. A lot of people discovered the existence of the content unlockers category in the mall. Yeah. You that know, was great. Uh, it's... <clears throat> yeah, I mean... So that that, I think, was a huge success, honestly. More, more of that, and it's, you know, oh, you know, we could do some sort of Easter thing where you have to collect eggs from, from every places or something. <laughs> I so I'm trying to figure out a way, and Riff, maybe we we should we should remember to talk about this on the next conference call. Okay, something that I would like to do is figure out a way that we can through gradual accretion over the course of the year create a lot of content for next crimbo hmm. oh huh so that it seems big even though it's not you know so, like if if next crimbo 
the the thing that I thought of was what if and this is the thing that I don't like about this idea is that it is too similar to this crimbo but what I was what I was thinking was something along the lines of what if every monster in the game had some zen koan that they would ask you when you fought them ow <laughs> right it would not take us like we could do that if if riff and I did you know that is, uh, man, that, like... Once a week, we just wrote 20 of them. Oh, you mean, like, yeah. these be custom-written ones, not generated yeah. ones? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, basically, just something something like the equivalent of factoids, right? But mm. th- something that will just seem to a player in at Crimbo 2016, like, holy shit, they did a lot of work right. on this. But really, it's something, you know, it's like writing the writing the Word Realms taunts, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah there's yeah, a lot true. of data there, but it wasn't, it wasn't that hard, yeah. right? It wasn't like a grueling slog to do that because that's the kind of thing we're good at as long as we have a long time to do it it's the kind of thing that i am bad at and i just hate if i am under a lot of time pressure to do it but if we could figure out some way to just gradually accrete it over time in the little interstices between doing other projects right like as opposed to this is a thing that's going to take up all of our creative energy for weeks in december if it's like oh well i'm glad this is done already (laughs) you know this was a way to take a break from other stuff. And I, you know, I just don't, I mean, another feature of that, the, that crimbo that will be great is, uh, one of your goals is to give away all of your possessions, <laughs> which is going to be great because other people are going to be giving you their stuff. And so it's going to be this constant battle of who can give away the most things. Right. Man, it's a, just an inverse crimbo. Yep. Oh God. Every day, the Krimbuda just shows up and takes some of your stuff. He's like, here you go. I'm helping you. <laughs> yep. That would be kind of cool, actually. If if at the beginning of the Krimbo event, you just got all this amazing stuff, yep. and then every day one of the items just went away. <laughs> yep. Ah, that's pretty good. And the leaderboard is, this person has the fewest possessions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> but just but just something... You know, this is a this is a, a depressing thing to talk about. But like, you know, people see the numbers, right? I mean, it's at some point, at some point, it's just not going to make sense to spend a lot of effort on this game. You know, at some point, the game exactly. slides I think into that's like years away. It from is. Now. It is. But. We should start getting good at providing maximal value for less effort, is what I'm saying. Like, because, you know, it's not like, it's Can not we- like KOL goes into maintenance mode where all we're doing is, uh, is, is keeping the servers online. I mean, like, I don't think that works because KOL doesn't make money unless we make items of the month. True. Right. So that is, somebody's got to do that. And at a certain point, that becomes a thing that does not make enough money to pay one guy. And that's the point at which it doesn't make any sense anymore. But it's not like it just falls off a cliff and then we have like, oh, well, now we have a year to make a new thing that will make money. Like, right. you know, I, there's a part of me that likes to believe that if if all we were doing was working on West of Loathing, that West of Loathing would be way closer to done now. I have no idea if that's actually true. Yeah. You know, but it's, but it's like weeks go by and it's not, it's not the case that weeks go by with nothing getting done on it because it is still at a point where Victor has a lot to do on it and Victor, Victor, the programmer. And a lot of it is in his court and it's not just, but that will, that will rapidly, that will rapidly change. Right. And, and I mean, that's, and then it becomes just a content creation issue. Yeah. And it's easy right now. It's easy to justify not working on the content because all the systems aren't in place. Right. But that 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 balance is hopefully going to change next month. Yeah. And at that point, like, you know, we 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 were fairly successful with our experiment of d- doing three items of the month in one month. I mean, yeah. although people are a little people are disappointed in the snowman. <sighs> yeah, that's interesting. It's. I mean, I just thought it was a cool idea, and I thought, well, free fights. I mean, that's cool. People, you know, it, there are 
items of the month from the past that are popular that the main thing they do for the people that actually use them in a serious way or they just give you some free fights. Right. So that, I mean... It just feels different if it's a familiar, probably. It does, something. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or, and, and also, I mean, that's not... And we had talked about old. doing some sort of, like, actual valuable reward for topping the leaderboard. No, I had specifically chosen not to. Oh, did you? Because, okay. Yeah, because it's that just was a, I wasn't sure about that. I just wanted it to be a souvenir. Like, just it's just okay. display case fodder. Because, the, I mean, basically, Cube of Eleven is not getting bored just owning the spelunking leaderboards after a year. So yeah. it's, I, I didn't want to just create another one of those oh, situations. Right. Cause it's like, I don't think that's going to continue forever. And we could make it so that it gets much, much harder. If you top the leaderboard to top it again, right? Like mm. the, the the snowman gets oh, like every Oh, for every one of those trophies you have, the snowman starts with 10 extra. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's kind of funny. Although then, the free fights get to be worth more stats, and so then that becomes a thing that you have to top the leaderboard and arbitrary. I mean, it could just be harder and not more valuable. Yeah, and the, maybe the and if it, maybe only in tournament mode where the <clears throat> leaderboard matters or whatever. But anyway, my point yeah, was, sorry. we're already at the point where if we're going to make three more items of the month, we have to fucking do it this month. So it's like sure. items of the year, and but we've already kind of decided what they are. Have we? Yeah, you talked about it. Well, I've, we, we laid out I know a plan. What two of them. I know what two of them are. One of them is another fucking charter, which it is, you know, if charter I spend two weeks working on the item of the year and then two weeks working on that, I mean, maybe what I need to do is just start specking stuff out yeah. and not trying to do it myself. Just like, just actually try to manage instead of. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> And that just ends up being more, it, I mean, that ends up being more work for Chris Moyer, right? But you know what? All of the extra stuff that Chris Moyer is doing now in terms of, I guess we haven't really talked about this. Yeah. And we don't, we weren't planning on it. We weren't planning on it. Okay. Well, Chris Moyer's got some extra stuff to do these days. Um, but he's also billing us for that extra stuff. Yep. So he's still got, I can still ask him to do KOL stuff. Like yeah. Chris's, Chris's, commitment to west of loathing is more or less done at this point like chris <laughs> has made all the back end tools for west of loathing and they are where i want them by and large like there i'm sure there are some you know quality of life things that we will, we will want for. but those are all pretty straightforward boy uh, uh is this us or you riff are you there. there or gone, Riff? Are you with you or with us? Oh, call no answer. Call no answer. Interesting. I think Riff's internet. I think it's got to be him because I've, I've got all the bars. Maybe he replaced his router with a router that he made out of Legos and his <laughs> Wi-Fi access point with a toilet. <laughs> I've I've switched over to the LTE, so we'll see if that's better. Huh. Okay. Okay. Southwest says, is the airport gift shop still on the table? Also, if so, why would you keep a gift shop on the table? And how? Is it a miniature <laughs> gift shop? Anyway, gift shop? No, it's just a really big table. Uh, Tunnelwide writes, would there be an option to migrate the Hermit to the new store interface, the one with right-clickable buy buttons for each item? That would be grand. Other than that, I'm having a great time playing. You know, the reason that it's not like that is because the Hermit accepts multiple kinds of currency. Is that not viable in the current... It is shop. well. They, we could just put three, three copies of every item one. in there, wh- which seems, is like dumb. That like, that's, that's bad UI. Also, I don't think it's that funny anymore that he takes knickknacks and gugas and trinkets. Right? That could just be one item and streamline everything. Yeah. yeah. Replace all the knickknacks and gugas with trinkets. Yeah. They could uh they could all just have a use link which converts them into trinkets. Yeah. Hmm. You take them into a rice field and hit them. <laughs> so it's a uh it's a knickknack paddy whack. Oh man. Right. There could be a uh, <laughs> there could be a second hermit who operates a currency exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah. No, I mean, okay, so we could set him up in the new shop and just... Oh, whoa, no, yeah, right, no, the you, s- same shop. two what? items, yeah. two items that are, that are you can Tr- trade a knickknack for a trinket and a googa for a trinket and then trade trinkets. trinkets for everything else. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. 
This is just like, all right, here you go. For your convenience, I've added a couple extra steps to this process. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Knickknacks and the goo-gahs. Goo-gahs and trinkets. Mm. So knickknacks are the lowest on the totem pole. And then only drop knickknacks from the sewer. Oh, man. <laughs> Howdy, pards, says Gordito. Just a quick question regarding last year's standard boards, assuming they return to visibility at some point, and potential recognition for those who ended up on them. Does it not seem like a good idea, gestures... No. Does it not seem like a good idea, gestures vaguely, to provide to do something commendation-y so that standard feels like a bigger deal? Maybe not challenge path level, but something that creates more player base appreciation for standard beyond the nifty outfits that are already part of the deal? Perhaps not as big a motivation for some players as for others. As a subscriber, I really appreciate all the recent appreciation, even though it took almost a year for it all to be implemented. Just my opinion, of course, but I feel like standard could do with a boost as well, though not necessarily on the same order as what subscriptions receive. Don't you feel the same? Gestures vaguely again. <laughs> Thanks, Gordiot. Okay, that was a confusing... Well... Uh, so the gear isn't enough? I feel like that's a pretty compelling Well, I one. think that... I think he just wants... And this is... If you had asked me six months ago, are you going to do something for the people who hit the standard leaderboards for a given year, I would have probably said, oh, yeah, we should. You know, hmm. being immortalized on a leaderboard that's there is... A thing. Is a thing. Um, I... Also, it was screwed... So... So, I, I mean, I can admit that the standard transition was a thing that we kind of forgot about. Like, I made three years worth of standard items in, like, February right. or something. And at some point in the middle of the year, I drew them. At some point, like, six months ago, I was like, all right, hot stuff, put enchantments on these. And those enchantments went on, like, at 11 p.m. on <laughs> December 31st. So... It <laughs> wasn't quite that late, but it was, it was, it was late. But I mean, I, I, there were parts of, there were some of my parts of that too, like the coding, the, the specific the, things the that it does for skill, the skill yeah. and I decided what those all were months ago. Yeah. But then I was just like, yeah, I'll code these up at some point. I, but the actual transition was like, oh, fuck, that's a thing we also have to do December 31st. Like, right. The, so much, so much shit. Like, I, I we have we have ruined ourselves for New Year's and yeah. uh, Valentine's Day. I proposed to C.D. Moyer that he, wow, you guys are getting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. That and turns out that's the extra stuff he has to do, guys. Yeah, yeah he has to plan for the wedding, <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting paid for it, so it's okay. I I, I proposed to C.D. Moyer that he. If you wanted to, <laughs> could make this PvP season either one month oh, yeah. long or three months long so that... It would also not be another Yeah, thing so that, that there the wouldn't 31st. also be a new PvP season due January 1st. Uh, you know, the items of the year always slip, and everybody always expects them to slip, so, like, whatever. But And that's just all me. I definitely... Like... I have this like end of the year effort blindness where I forget that everyone else disappears for all of December. And this year, the way that I dealt with that was instead of getting angry, I just also disappeared <laughs> for most of December. And you know what? It was fucking great. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, um, yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, I, everybody. <laughs> I'm stressed out now, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. You can mark that question red. King Bobson says, Jick, in your psychoses, the skeletons that can be encountered are not actually counted as skeletons. What does this tell us about your subconscious? How, like, how are they not counted as skeletons? They probably just don't have the special property skeleton, skeleton which may, which makes it so like the rusty bone saw works on them. That's a hard coded list, actually. Is it? Yeah. I just <sighs> added a bunch of stuff to that today. Ugh. Yeah. That's terrible. I know. Why doesn't it just use... Because oh, there are, there are multiple skeletons that have exposed bones to... Right. Yeah. There are things that we made it work on as a joke. There's fossilized skeletons. Oh, There's, that yeah. was That's the primary distinction between the two. But yeah. Dana O says, We haven't had Crimbo entries in our other accomplishments log in a while. Any chance of getting one this year? Especially that there are numbers to save in it for those of us who surpassed 330-330. Yeah, that is a thing that we really should do. And we should also... I should have you, Riff, update the Crimbo story documentation. Because oh, that's okay. a couple years out of date. You know, we... we not the accomplishments thing, but the, at least the Crimbo story stuff. Like, that's... Every once in a while, we still run into something that's like, Oh yeah, Scully did that. <laughs> you know, it's like... Updating the 
comeback email every month is now a thing I have to do and just like oh, look up what song was popular a month ago and what video game am I playing now or whatever. Like, it's, I, how do you look up what song was popular a month ago? I just usually ask my girlfriend or <laughs> sometimes I'll ask Sean Vanman. Okay. It's basically I do when I. When, do you remember when we went to Max FunCon and I asked Mike Nelson, I'm like, as you oh, age yeah, yeah, yeah. and get busier, how do you Hire stay on people? top of stuff to be able to like understand enough of pop culture to be able to make jokes about it? And he said, hire somebody younger to do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, man, that was not the answer I wanted. <laughs> like, but then they have to hire somebody younger than them. It, it, it's it's tr- trickle down economics, right? That's I had, fine. I, I came up with a, with a premise for the, <laughs> So, I will admit to being super stoned when I came up with this thing and I wrote it down and I thought it was funny at the time, but it, the premise was, all right, whenever somebody becomes an actor, (laughs) while they are pretending to be whoever they are, they become responsible for hiring someone to pretend to be whatever they were before they were an actor. So, when you become an actor, (laughs) you have to hire somebody to, like, do your old job for you. To be, like, a waiter or whatever. whatever. Yeah. And then that goes, it just goes on and on and on and on and on until somebody is getting paid a really small amount to just be, like, an unemployed loser. Okay. It seemed funny at the time. Sure. But, yeah, it's like that. Okay. Everybody has to hire somebody younger to... So, it's not just actors. No. In in this previous premise, in the... Well, no, but like, is is acting the the top of the chain? Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. Because that's because acting is different. Like, being an actor is not like a fireman or a, you know a, a sandwich artist or whatever, right? Like, an actor is a meta person. Like, that's a meta <laughs> meta <job>. person, <laughs> meta job. So okay. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern were actors. Were the opposite of people. <laughs> Brownout says, Dear Jick Riffin, Soth, Thuff, Soth, Thuff, Sawdust. Why aren't there more Minotaurs in the kingdom? Are they all being held up at the border for quarantine reasons with the apples? You're sincerely a concerned cryptozoologist. There's the one south that there's the raging bull. So I thought that's what you meant by being held up at the border because there's that, there's that <laughs> one Minotaur south of the border, but that is not what that guy meant. Yeah, there's, there's, an, there's like at least one labyrinth, maybe more, with no Minotaurs in them weird <laughs> maybe we just can't find them because they're in a labyrinth okay that's true do also, we have minotaur is a hard thing to minotaurs and centaurs even like you've drawn some centaurs have i yeah i've seen some i've seen your notebooks with your fan fiction there's <laughs> 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 little little hearts little hearts here with a picture of a centaur in it and like my name with a centaur's last name <laughs> No, wait, I think you mean your name with a horse's last name. (laughs) (sighs) I think think we've done it, guys. I think the show is over now. All right, let's let's go get some food. (laughs) All right, everybody. Chick Uh, Secretariat. Did you think Secretariat was Secretariat's last name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bill. His name his full name was Bill Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um I think for 2016 we'll retire the old uh we'll, we'll retire the old sign off and not come up with a new one quite yet. Okay. Ah, stay tuned for video games hot dog everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Everybody. Thank <laughs> you.